you're hearing the podcast, Mr. Kakalides and the Bible Podcast. And we want to start off with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord God, for those who are hearing this podcast right now, Lord. Break every chain, every bond, every yoke in Jesus' mighty name. Bring healing on those who are sick. Bring deliverance those who need to be delivered from some kind of bondage. Lord God, fill with your spirit those who are filled void of your presence. And save those who are not saved in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We have an amazing podcast today. We have Zechariah chapter 4 to hear with with you. And we have an amazing old-time Christian song. And with that, a story time with Bible trivia afterwards. Stay tuned for the Mr. Kakalides and the Bible podcast. Zechariah 4 The angel who talked with me came again and wakened me as one is wakened from sleep. He said to me, What do you see? And I said, I see a lampstand all of gold with a bowl on the top of it. There are seven lamps on it with seven lips on each of the lamps that are on the top of it. And by it there are two olive trees, one on the right of the bowl and the other on its left. I said to the angel who talked with me, What are these, my lord? Then the angel who talked with me answered me, Do you not know what these are? I said, No, my lord. He said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, Not by might, nor by power, But by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, What are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring out the top stone amid shouts of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For whoever has despised the day of small things shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. These seven are the eyes of the Lord which range through the whole earth. Then I said to him, What are these two olive trees on the right and the left of the lampstand? And a second time I said to him, What are these two branches of the olive trees which pour out the oil through the two golden pipes? He said to me, Do you not know what these are? I said, No, my lord. Then he said, These are the two anointed ones who stand by the Lord of the whole earth. A question for you. If Jesus was to come to you at that moment, will you be ready? Will you be prepared? If you're not prepared, it's time to be prepared because you don't know when he's coming and the signs are here. You might be coming very, very soon. What would you do? What would you do? If Jesus came to spend some time If Jesus came to your house 
to spend a day or two. If he came unexpectedly, I wonder what you'd do. When you saw him coming, would you meet him at the door with arms outstretched in welcome to your heavenly visitor? Or would you need to change some things before you let him in, like burn some magazines and maybe put the Bible where they'd been? Could you let Jesus walk right in, or would you rush about to hide your worldly music and put some hymn books out? Oh, I know that you'd give your nicest room to such an honored guest, and all the food that you would serve to him would be the very best. And you'd keep assuring him that you were glad to have him there, that serving him in your home was joy beyond compare. But would your family conversation keep up its normal pace? Or would you find it hard each meal to say a table grace? Would you be glad to have him meet your very closest friends, or would you hope they stayed away until his visit ends? Would you take him with you everywhere that you'd planned to go, or maybe change your plans for just a day or so? Would you be glad to have him stay forever, on and on, or would you sigh with great relief when finally he had gone? You know, it might be interesting to know the things you'd do if Jesus came in person to spend some time with you. What would you do? What would you do if Jesus came to spend some time? There once was a king of a great palace and a humongous kingdom which covered almost the known world. His kingdom was bigger than any surrounding kingdom and ruled over them. The kings of the surrounding kingdoms got jealous of him, and they hired a witch to cast a spell on him so they could take his kingdom from him. As the wicked witch put a spell on him for money, she reminded the other kings once this king remembers who he is, all the kingdoms will return back to him and you and I will be turned to ashes, which means we will stay with nothing. So she cast that spell on the king, and he could not remember who he was. At first the kings wanted to put him in the dungeon and let him die there, but seeing the soldiers loved their king and would not obey to that command, they decided to just let him run free in the palace, but warning the soldiers not to speak to him, which they obeyed as long as the king would not be in the dungeon. And as the days went by the king had escaped the palace moreover was in the streets begging for food with dirty clothes of a bum. No one in the street could tell it was actually the king. They all recognize him as a stinking bum. For the wicked witch at that time cast a spell at the peasants as well by order of the kings. Can I have a dollar or a piece of bread or a piece of cheese, he will say. Not knowing all the food of the kingdom was at his possession, all the money that existed from miles away was at his grasp. The wicked kings rejoice in the fact that this king can't remember who he was. But they also remember the words of that wicked witch who said once the king remembers everything returns back to him, and you and I become ashes, which means we stay with nothing. So the kings made sure they would put obstacles in the path of that bum, to make sure he did not remember who he was and what authority he hold.
they would tell the peasants, don't go talking to this bum. Or you will receive life in the dungeon. You may throw food at him but don't speak to him. Because they thought if they would speak to this bum, one of them might come to know who he was, and might tell him that he was really the king. A little boy passed by the awful stinking smelling bum and told him, you need to bathe but I see something different in you look like royalty. At that moment his mother realized he was talking to the bum, and grabbing her child, she took him inside the house, and scorned him for speaking to a stranger and especially him of all strangers. Why Timmy did you go speaking to him, you may get locked in the dungeon if they find you speaking to this man. There's something different about this man I looked into his eyes and I heard him speak, and he has authority mommy, he just needs to bathe mom, he might be a king. Timmy don't go talking to this man. She yelled. But like the fallen nature that we all have, when you tell someone don't do something they're more likely to do it. The bum took the advice of the child, even though he didn't get to see him for some weeks, and he started bathing in the lake even though his clothes were still bummy they were clean. And looking at his reflection he noticed something different about himself, that somehow he did not belong in drags begging and asking for food, but didn't know why. Timmy spoke to his older sister Bethany who was in her twenties and Timmy said, Sister when are you going to get married? And she responded, I'm saving myself for a king. And at that Timmy said, I know a king but he doesn't look like a king he looks like a bum. Timmy you are out of your mind, you really think that bum is a king. Timmy responded, since the king has been missing this bum has appeared, and I think after thinking things through and speaking to him once I think he's really the king, but he can't remember who he is. I have a urge to speak to him, and sis you are going to join me, and we are going to be royalty as well for helping the king. Just don't tell mommy that because she forbade me to speak to this man. Then Timmy asked do we still have daddy's clothes? For fear dad had died some years back Bethany replied, yes we do. Let's bring him in, get him clothed and get him shaved making him a new man. We could do this at night time, then ask mommy to bring him in for a time, that way we could find out if he is really the king. Bethany agreed with Timmy, because she remembered the story of the frog who turned into a prince. And in her mind said, maybe a bum can be turned into a king. Timmy said, mommy will think we are just helping a regular man but who she really will be helping is the king. Bethany said, you really thought about this. So that night at 2 a.m. in the morning while it was extremely dark they invited the man in, while their mother was sleeping, they shaved him and dressed him up. And he was now a new man. But still couldn't remember who he was. At Bethany looking at him well dressed and in her father's clothes and shaved she fell in love. And she said, whether you are a bum, a king, or a peasant I would love to marry you. And him being so grateful of them dressing him, shaving him and speaking to him said, I do. The kings at seeing the bum was nowhere in sight early in the morning, said to themselves the bum must have died now is guaranteed the kingdom is ours to enjoy. And they made a festival, and invited everyone to eat and rejoice at their royal kingdom, which covered almost the face of every land. And of course Bethany and her new husband was invited. During the festival, the real king looked at the crowns on the king's heads and back flashes of him ruling over his kingdom came to his mind. And Bethany, seeing him struggling with his thoughts and knowing what was on his mind, looked at his his eyes and said, Timmy and I believe you are the real king who is over these wicked kings. As he looked at her blue eyes which reminded him of the ship he would sail as king in the sea, 
her lips of the royal red carpet which he walked upon, and her blonde hair of his treasures of gold. At this his memory came back and all those kings turned to ashes in a moment of time. And even the witch who cast the spell for pay turned to ash. And the king returned to his throne with his bride Bethany the queen, Timmy as his royal counselor, and his mother-in-law as the queen's mother. The moral of the story is every Christian is a king, a queen and a priest of the Most High God, and many times the enemy of souls will have us thinking we are no worth. Recognize who you are in Christ for like that king so are we, and like the the obstacles that was put in his way so he couldn't remember. So daily we are assailed with the unseen forces of evil of the devil, so we won't remember and reign with our King Jesus Christ in the heavenly. Daniel chapter 7 verse 18 But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom, and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5 You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. It's time for Bible trivia. Who woke Zacharias as a man awakened from sleep? Was it God? Was it an angel? Was it a prophet? Or was it the devil? Again, the question is, who awoke Zacharias as a man Awaken from sleep. Was it God, an angel, a prophet, or the devil? And the answer was, it was an angel. Zechariah 4, verse 1. And the angel that talked with me again came and awakened me as a man that is awakened out of his sleep. Zechariah saw a candle made of this, of silver, brass, gold, or stone. Again, the question is, Zechariah saw a candle made of this. Was it made of silver, brass, gold, or was it made of stone? And the answer is, it was made of gold. Zechariah 4, verse 2, And he said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick, all of gold. Zacharias 4, again, the question is, what was on top of the candlestick? Was an eagle, a coin, a bow, or a thumbprint? Again, the question is, what was on top of the candlestick? An eagle, a coin, a bow, or a thumbprint? And the answer is, it was a bow. Zacharias 4 verse 2, And said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick, all of gold, with a bow upon the top of it. Next question. How many lamps were on it? Was it two? Was it seven? Was it ten? Or was it twelve? Again, the question is, how many lamps were on it? Was it 2, 7, 10, or 12? And the answer is, it was 7. Zechariah 4, verse 2. And said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick, all of gold, with a bow upon the top of it, and is seven lamps thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon 
the top of it. Next question. What kind of tree was by it? Was it an olive tree, a Jupiter tree, a sycamore tree, or was it a willow? Again, what kind of trees was it by? Was it an olive tree, a Jupiter tree, a sycamore tree, or was it a willow? And the answer is, it was an olive tree. Zacharias 4 verse 3, And two olive trees by it, one upon the right side of the bow, and the other on the left side. Now we go to our last question. The Lord said, not by might, nor by power, but by this. Again, the question is, the Lord said, not by might, nor by power, but by this. Was it by my love, by faith, by my spirit, or by man's wisdom? Was it by my love, by faith, my spirit, or man's wisdom? And the answer is, it was by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Zacharias 4, verse 6, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And with that, we leave the podcast. Lord bless everyone. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And the Church of God says, Amen. I'll see you in the next podcast of the Mr. Kakalides and the Bible podcast. So long.